On December 16, 2017, a man leaves the only bar in his small Australian town consisting of 11 residents and is never seen again. With each resident pointing a finger at another, no one knows what really happened. You're listening to Mysterious Brews Podcast, and we, tonight we bring you the microbrew of Patty Moriarty. First off, this dude's got a badass last name. Okay, Moriarty, Moriarty has a badass last name. Um, this case is fucking crazy. Yeah, it is. It's very short and sweet, but what the fuck, man? Eleven people in your town, and you somehow disappear without a trace, quote unquote. And I know I'm butchering the name of the town, but I think it is Abbeyfield, A B B E Y F E A L E. Where are you getting that? Um, I got. Larima, L A R R I M A H. Huh. Larima. He had a dog named Kelly. Well, who the fuck don't? <laughs> I don't have a dog named Kelly, but I got a dog. I do too. His name's Patty, P A D D Y. Yeah, Patty. Not Patty. No, Patty, like Patty's pup. Always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Well, Mr. Moriarty was sitting at the so awesomely named Pink Panther Hotel and Bar. Drinking his eight beers. And they call them eight tens of the Quad X Gold, a mid-strength lager. Mid-strength? That's, that's what he says. Well, yeah, eight beers. No more, no less. He knew his limits. You got to respect that. True. Got to respect that. So he leaves the bar. Takes a two-minute drive, if he drove, to his home. Probably ten-minute walk, maybe. His dog was a red kelpie, like we previously named Kelly. I don't know what a red kelpie is. I don't either, but it's a dog. <laughs> and he is never seen again. He disappears off the face of the earth. Earth? Earth. Okay, I do apologize. He was from that town, and he lived in Larima. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Shoddy research. That, that checks out. Sorry. <laughs> This is two hours south of the next town and small enough to make his hometown look like the city of London. Wow. Yeah, 11 residents is fucking insane. I grew up in a very, very small town, but there were still a couple thousand people there. The article that I found, and this is an Australian newspaper, states that he did make it home with his dog because they found his wallet, a cooked chicken that he received from a tourist earlier that evening, and his quad, which every other country names them quads, but here we call them four-wheelers. Yeah, buddy. You know why? They got four wheels. So there's a reporter, Carolyn Graham, that states, It's hard to imagine the emptiness of the landscape around Larima. It was once described 
as a flat and featureless land. But if you were to get lost there, those words are terrifying. And to live in the the Australian outback like that, I mean, I just, I would want to know the fucking um, logistics of them getting supplies in there. Well, they said it. How do they make money? It says the Stewart Highway runs for 3,000 kilometers and divides Australia east and west, and it is located in the Northern Territory. And I mean... The nearest... Gas station and grocery store is 90 kilometers away. And basically, the pub that he was last seen at is also a car park, a post office, a restaurant, and a bus stop. Yeah, that's not surprising. No. I mean, clearly, if you live in that small of a town, you're going to wear many hats. Says the Pink Panther Hotel isn't luxurious, but does its best to draw customers. I am Jack's complete lack of surprise. (laughs) It's bright pink to catch the eyes of highway motorists. And the owner, Barry Sharp, keeps hundreds of exotic animals out in the back. Not the outback, but out in the back of the hotel. Out in the back of the outback. Yes. At the hotel. Mostly birds, but also wallabies, snakes, lizards, and three crocs. One of whom has no eyes. And they named him? Are you ready? The croc with no eyes is named? Ray Charles. I thought she was going to say Blinky. <laughs> you know, uh, visiting a gator park or a crocodile uh, enclosure... In Florida, you realize these motherfuckers are lazy as shit. But you all have to come to the realization they ain't got to fucking move for nobody. You gonna come move them? <laughs> there was... No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, there was a reporter that states that he would often go there to unwind knowing that no one knew him and he could just, you know, clear his mind. He stated, and I quote, I'd take a break from riding and wander into the pub where I'd often find Patty and his previous dog, Rover, having a quiet beer or several. He was very friendly, always up for a yarn, and I remember being surprised when he said he was originally from Ireland. He had no hint of an accent. You know, I would absolutely love... To go to a fucking pub or a bar in a town that only had 11 residents. I would find that fascinating. Just straight chilling. The reporter asked Patty, you know, what his life was like. And he said that he had come to Australia on the Fair Star as a teenager and worked on cattle stations across the top end. I remember asking him what his life in Ireland was like, and he said it was one of freezing cold and poverty. To me, he seemed like a typical outback bloke, a guy who was comfortable living on the land, who was always up for a laugh with his mates, and happy to chat with anyone who wandered into the pub. So police say that they first received a report of his disappearance through a friend of his named Caroline... Patty didn't attend Sunday morning church. When he went to the pub to watch Rural Affairs show 
landline. What? Yeah, I, this is all Australian. So uh, they went to check on him. He wasn't home, but nothing looked wry. It seemed as though he had just popped out. But residents' worries deepened as the days passed by. Whenever the first report came in, police arrived in Larima on December 19th to a scene completely undisturbed, where Patty's vehicle and his four-wheeler were parked outside. The bed was made, food on the table, and dog food in the dog dish. Detective Sergeant Matt Allen told the local television station it's completely out of character for Patty. He has a strict routine where he attends the pub has eight beers a day, and comes home before dark. Police would search on... Wait, 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 wait. So if you're having eight beers before dark, <laughs> that's going to wear off, man. I know. That's not enough he's to not, sleep. That's not enough to sleep. He's not a day drinker. That's not enough to sleep. No. Well, I mean, he's going to bed sober. Yeah, that's, that's not a good way to do it. <laughs> Police would search on foot, on motorcycle, helicopter... They would battle the heat, the landscape, and even their frayed emotions. A lot of the people that were looking for Patty had spent time with him in the pub or working on cattle stations together. As the days wore on, the searchers became increasingly aware that they were running out of time. You simply couldn't be in that environment for that long without realizing how dangerously hot it is. I'm sure it is just unbearable yeah they all spoke about how they weren't looking for him they were looking for a body speaking of hot like me and me and my buddy's son were talking one time about Bonnaroo which is in Tennessee in the summertime we we were talking about how how miserable that has to be to go and have to use the porta potties for three straight days in uh, the Tennessee summer. It's not. It it's got to be better than the South Georgia summer. Well, I'm saying, but how, we're just how unbearable that has to be. No way I could do that. It's just impossible. All the while, his father, my buddy, is seething with anger, and I'm we're confused as to why. And then he's like, "I spit." Three fucking years in Iraq, <laughs> <laughs> shitting in a fucking porta potty, and uh, there was 120 degrees at midnight. <laughs> it's like went off, off, o f f off on us for. You can't handle three days. Three days. You can't handle three days. Like, I just looked at his son. And I was like, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> Oh, so let's get into Alarima. Yeah, and well, let's, let's see about the little problems that's going on, man. Yeah, there's some local tensions. Yeah, with only 11 people. They're going to know each other. Yeah, you going to know everybody, and you're going to have at least one person you don't like. At least one. So, they said that Alarima had, in 1998, been toasted as a national Tidy Town Award recipient. They had a community veggie patch, and then the fights began, according <laughs> to this article. 
says as personalities clashed for whatever reasons, cracks widened, civic pride crumbled under claims of theft, arson, harassment, assault, vandalism, slander. Residents would argue over naming the town's only two streets over covert, air quotes, speed bump installation over a pet buffalo that was shot and eaten. (laughs) Wow. And by the mid-90s, the town's once exemplary progress association had split into two rival groups. Who was the lone person that tipped the scale? We've got six in one group and five in another. Well, I'm going to guess that deciding vote was Mr. Moriarty. Well, Was he a professor? No, but that would make it even better. Some people liked Patty, they stated, but some didn't. Supposedly there's a tea house across from the pink hotel in the bar. I just don't understand how you can give a shit about the two roads. Like, are you really, really, you're going to argue about the name of roads? I know. I mean, really? I I can't even fathom why 11 people would get pissed off about naming two roads. You're on a fucking highway that splits the goddamn country in half. Yeah, you could name my road Shit Splat McGee I don't give a damn. I don't care. No. I will proudly write that on an envelope. (laughs) Every day. Pick your fucking battles, you know what I'm saying? So the person that ran the tea house was named Fran Hodgetts. And she used everything from crocodile to buffalo to camel as pie fillings. She faced camel? Yeah. She faced allegations of using patty as an ingredient. But forensic examinations uncovered no evidence whatsoever. God, could you imagine? They Un- said that unknowingly that, eating fried green tomatoes. She served a human in fried green tomatoes? You don't... Did you ever watch that movie? No. What is wrong with you? It's Kathy Bates. That's one of her better... You're telling me. It's better than Misery. In No. There's no other okay. Kathy Bates movie better than Misery. That bitch earned that Oscar, bro. Well, I know she earned it and she's evil, but this is one of the better films she's in. So you're telling me in the movie Fried Green Tomatoes there's humans... Yeah, served, served at a barbecue. Humans. Yeah, at a barbecue. You gotta watch the movie now. I'm not telling you anything else. No, fucking tell me. What the fuck are you talking about? Who served humans in fried green tomatoes? I thought it was like a fucking... only thing I know about the fried green tomatoes is the fucking line about having better insurance. You're telling me it's a goddamn horror movie with fucking... It's not a horror movie. People serving people? Yeah. It's not a horror movie. They gotta get rid of a body. Earl had to die, coach. Earl had to die. And that's how they got rid of it. What the best damn barbecue I've ever had was one of the lines. Still ain't watching it. Okay. (laughs) So, there was tensions between Miss Hodgetts and Mr. Patty. He would warn tourists off from eating her pies and told a national television show that even his dog would not eat it. A national television show? That's what it says. That's what it says. Man, that is like straight up sabotaging her business, man. Because... Seriously, town of 11 people, I'm pretty sure you're relying on the money of tourists. You have to be. She states, look, Patty had thrown a kangaroo under my window probably more than once. 
One time, a donkey got run over. Patty went up, cut its penis off, and threw it up my driveway. God damn. What the fuck? Yeah. In the local Catherine Court is, in October of 2016, now, she claims that Patty poisoned her palm tree, stole her umbrella, abused her customers, destroyed her furniture, and cut the cord to her security cameras. Well, I'm pretty sure we got a suspect. One night, she says he put a newspaper cut out of her under her fence, smeared in human feces. Yeah. Patty would vehemently deny all of these allegations. Don't yell, man. You're yelling in the no, microphone. Sorry. Patty would deny all of these Patty would deny all of the allegations and the judge would dismiss the case, stating Miss Hodgetts had no proof. Well, uh I the information I have in front of me does not give a reason why Patty and her were at odds. Does your information have anything about that? All of that shit I just said. No, I'm saying, but why? what started that? No, it doesn't say what started it. It does go on to say that... You don't just do that for no reason. No. It does go on to say that uh, she hated her ex-husband worse than Patty. Damn, he must have been a real asshole. I know it. Because <laughs> if, if everything that Patty's doing is true, then Jabus. She stated on record that she did not care for Patty. But she vehemently denies any involvement in his disappearance. But I'm going to say something. If a man cuts a donkey's dick off and throws it up your, your driveway. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> you, don't <laughs> you don't. You don't need much more motive than that. And she says. I mean, honestly, in a court, in American court, you might get away with it. Yeah. You might get off scot-free. He yeah, killed him. He fucking cut a donkey's dick and threw it in my driveway. And then he shit on a newspaper and put it under my fence. <laughs> oh, this is golden. She states to an ABC television show in 2018, I don't know where he is, but I'm not sad he's gone. Damn. Damn. If we ever go to Australia, we've got to go. I don't care if it takes us. Ten hours to drive, and we see nothing but kangaroos and scrub brush. I want to go have a beer. Bet. <laughs> I'm there, brother. You, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it right now. Fucking book the tickets. Fuck my job. Let's go. It's like, why'd you quit being a teacher? Oh, I went and had a beer in Australia. <laughs> Man. That's fucking... That is... That's some real motive, man. If he really did all that shit... I mean, that's some Joker-level shit right there. Yeah. yeah. We will actually post the article because there's a, lo a lot of background information about how he came to uh, Australia, how he left Ireland and his family, and and it's just extremely, extremely sad. All right, so the information I have, it says a Robin Duigan, Duiganon, D-U-I-G-N-A-N, I'm sorry if I mispronounced it wrong, I'm sure I did, stated, I reckon he's in the pie. Said he went through the mincer. <laughs> sorry. Um, 
He went through the minster, Mr. Dunnigan added, from the tea house's garden, a yard scattered with old toys and signs trumpeting Mrs. Hoggett's uh, culinary expertise. Parentheses, I tried the scones, but not the meat pies. So the New York Times cannot confirm their contents. <laughs> In parentheses. <laughs> now this says that the local dump was part of his routine since he moved to the town in 2006. Every morning he'd walk there with his dog before helping the bar owner with oh. jobs at the pub and he would be paid with a weekly carton of beer. Nice. What's a carton? I don't know. Um, apparently, from what I'm seeing now, because I actually took the time to fucking read, <laughs> um, apparently the, confront- the, the, the confrontations began with the fact that people would park on his property and go to her meat, her tea house for the meat pies. Oh. Which again? Who gives a shit? So petty. Like, it's Eleven people. Where else are they gonna park? Who fucking cares, man? Let them park. Uh, one of the rumors is that one of the Pink Panthers crocodiles ate poor Patty, but local police said that they could not find any evidence of the such. <laughs> so, this is even better. Uh, one of the residents says the wild donkeys outnumber the residents. You also find giant feral pigs, buffalo, many birds of prey, and lots of venomous snakes. Sidebar: Australia has a lot of shit that will kill you. Yeah, it's like something like the out of the top fifteen most poison, venomous, poisonous animals. Fourteen of them live in Australia. Fourteen of them live in Australia. Yeah, it's like fucking box jellyfish, just fucking black mambas and. Yeah, All one of, of shit. one of the uh, theories is that he wandered off, got snake bit, and just basically succumbed to the elements, and they scavenged his ass. But police say they still would have found something—a cl- piece of cloth, his dog, bone, something—but nothing. And supposedly they've questioned everybody in Larima, and all deny the involvement. Well. I mean, Mrs. Hod- Hodgetts is definitely the prime suspect because it is really a, a feud. We're getting into Hatfields and McCoys type level of stuff, even though there's only two people. Um, the owner of the Pink Panther is going to decide to sell his own meat pies. Mr. Moriarty is going to advertise those pies in front of his house. With a massive sign that read, Laramie Hotel, Best Pies in Town. Laramie? Laramie? Laramie Hotel, Best Pies in Town. So it's called Laramie Hotel, and the, the bar is actually called the Pink Panther. Yeah. Um, Mrs. Hodgetts is going to tell investigators that Moriarty regularly taunted her, often calling her the, quote, Bush Pig. <laughs> And apparently it catches on with the neighbors, and last year, the year before he disappeared, it got serious enough for her to seek an order of protection. Good Lord. But a local court rejected her request, probably again for lack of evidence. She said she stated she last saw him four days before he went missing when she accused him of putting a dead kangaroo near her house. Yeah. So in the mid to late... 2018, 
uh, police decide to hold what they call a sitting to question the people of Larimer. Mm. And the reason they went ahead and did that is because they said most of the people in Larimer are on the wrong side of 70. Oh, damn. Yeah. So it's only 11 people and they're all old. Yes. The main event at the uh, sitting was the appearance of Owen Laurie. By the time of the hearing, he had lived in the town for only around eight months. None of the residents there could even say what he looked like. Laurie was Miss Hodgett's gardener at the time Patty vanished. And Damn, you got enough money to have a gardener? I know. ABC reported that he and Patty argued over their dogs days before Patty disappeared. But, when questioned, Owen stated there wasn't any hard feelings. They gotta be some damn good meat pies if you got enough money to buy a fucking, to, to hire a fucking gardener. I mean, seriously. But, how many fucking tourists are coming through there? And where are they going? Why are they, that's confusing to me too. So, okay. All right, so let's get into Larima as of today. And this article was written twenty early 2019. It says that the Patty disappearance has basically furthered the pain of an already struggling small town. <laughs> That's an understatement. That ain't a small fucking town. That's a... Uh... <laughs> That's just a very spacious fucking apartment, basically. I mean, you know, 11 people in the whole fucking town. Well, the owner of the Pink Panther sold in 2018 because he was determined to have terminal cancer. Oh, that's, that's sad. Uh, Miss Hodgetts also received a cancer diagnosis and left town for treatment and is unlikely to return. Police state that there's not any persons of interest except to say that they have persons of interest, and the list remains unchanged from last year. I don't know. Maybe the other ten fucking people in the town? There's only nine, because there's eleven, and there are two of them. That's just that's so crazy, man. And that, I mean, that's basically it. That's why it's a mini-episode, because, fuck, there's not a lot of information. No, there's not. But this is a fucking... You could do a damn, like, road trip, Mysterious Brews on the road. We're going to live in the town, and we're going to get to the bottom of it. Oh, I would love to live in that town. I swear to God. I would love it. I'd take the 120-degree heat. Maybe not the heat, but other than the heat, I would love it, man. Honestly. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of people. I'm really not. I'm not either. I'm a fan of the person that's serving me beer. I'm a fan of the person that's serving me food. But other than that, I'm a fan of some of the people in my gym that I train with. But other than that, pretty much the rest of the world can fuck off. Yes. With a big rubber Wait. Dick. I'm a fan of every single person that listens to Mysterious <laughs> Bruce. You guys are the exception. You are all awesome. Every We're all going on a cruise. Every Oh, man, that'd be great. The Mysterious Bruce cruise? Yeah. Ooh, maybe. If we ever make it, like... Well, we'll just start a Patreon page, and for those of you that that uh, sign up for a thousand dollars, you get a free ride on the cruise. Thousand dollars a month. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh yeah, you pay a thousand dollars a month, I'll take your ass on the cruise. You bet your fucking bottom. Dog. I'll do glamour shots in a in a banana hammock if you want me to. 
<laughs> my favorite, one of my favorite pictures of all time. My banana hammock. No, not your banana hammock. Okay. Um, the first cruise my wife and I ever went on, we were going to Alaska, which is amazing. It was an amazing cruise. Amazing. Um, well, during the dress-up night, you know, the cruises have two dress-up dinners. You know, everybody gets... There was an African-American family. There's like 14, 15 of them. Like, they took... They had to... I don't know what they do for a living because I only met them for 30 seconds at the most. But to have that many people on that cruise, they well off. Yeah. For real. No shit. Um, but there's like 14 of them. And uh, they are all dressed in white. That's awesome. Pristine white. And me, being intoxicated and wearing a black shirt... Jumped in the middle of their picture? Not in the middle, on the outskirts. I was the, I was the last one. And I just, you know, the kids were, the half of them were on a knee, the other half were standing. So I jump in, and I take this picture. And we, like on the cruise ship, if you got best picture of the night, it was free. And we won best picture. Because <laughs> I'm just like smiling ear to ear. I'm a white dude with dressed in black with a bunch of black people dressed in white <laughs> and i thought it was hilarious and all of them thought it was hilarious there's like 14 of them 13 of them thought it was hilarious oh but which one didn't the one that was probably the only one that could have whooped my ass <laughs> very angry <laughs> and i didn't know that till i saw the picture <laughs> anyway that was that's a weird tangent but yeah if we ever make it big hey you, if you donate a thousand dollars a month to our patreon page you will be on the first annual mysterious bruise cruise yeah <laughs> so we'll make you honorary captain <laughs> fuck I'll, I'll kick the fucking captain's ass and make you drive the ship we'll make you the admiral not the <laughs> rear admiral the full admiral all right well let's get into our um theories i think he pissed somebody off i I'm, my bet's on was, meat pie lady. I was about to say, who do you think it was? <laughs> I don't know if you're throwing a donkey dick up somebody's driveway. You might have crossed the line somewhere. But how old is this lady? They're all saying that she's in her 70s. You know, everybody's north she, of 70s. She's in her 70s. Do you think she, what, fucking shot him? No. The, dug a hole? From what I gather, the gardener is younger, and she may have, like, she, propositioned she, she him. She may have paid him. She's like, she may have said. In meat pie. Well, I mean. Or other pie. Oh, no. Cherry pie. No, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. No. No. (laughs) Gotta make a living somehow, son. Oh, (laughs) shut up. Can you make it darker? Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Every time. All right, anyway. (laughs) I don't buy, I don't think that, you know, he didn't just like fucking fall into the alligator pit or the crocodile pit and get eaten. No, well, the dog missing, too, is kind of throws a monkey wrench in that. Oh, the dog's missing? Yeah, nobody's seen the dog or him. Oh, shit. Yes, sir. The dog's missing. Here we go again with you and the goddamn dogs. You You don't even know what kind of dog this is, but you already love it. I don't fucking care. I love it. It's the third best dog in the world besides my two. Here we go. Fuck off, man. <laughs> you don't kill dogs. John Wick. That's true. John I Wick. agree. 
I totally you agree. You don't fuck with a man's why dog. Why you don't fucking kill a man's dog. That's okay? true. John Wick. But, so, the, I didn't know that. Yeah, the dog's going to I didn't read that. that. I mean, my research. because you can't read. Well, it's true. But the dog's missing? I don't know why you're not listening. This is a super sad case. <laughs> well, what? Okay. Is his vehicle missing? He didn't have one. Oh, he did. He had a quad. No, it's not missing. God damn, he walked two-mile drive. And so I guess he did have a, a vehicle. It's two seconds down the road. But was it missing? No. Everything was... They said when they got to his house, everything looked fine. It just like he'd walked out. So, well, clearly he didn't fall in the crocodile pit no. because he made it home. Yeah, and he had already cooked uh, chicken dinner and put dog food... He didn't food. cook a chicken dinner. He got it from a tourist. Well, he cooked it. He just no, he didn't, didn't eat it raw. What? You think fucking he's just a fucking just scavenge? Hand, do you think tourists just fucking hand people raw chicken? Yeah. No, it's fucking leftovers, you jackass. Oh, now I'm the jackass. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm the jackass because okay. I assume they just handed right. him a headless chicken. Okay. Motherfucker got killed by the gardener. <laughs> okay. The gardener was paid by the lady. By pies. No, <laughs> by cash money. And he he killed him. That's the only thing that could possibly happen or a motherfucker got abducted by aliens. That's true. Well, he's in the outback. The Altbach? The Altbach. He's in the Altbach. What the fuck is the Altbach? Well, it's German for the Altbach. Well, first of all... Franz Fiedernan. <laughs> you put the cheeky bird. All right. That's the only thing that could possibly make sense to me. Abducted by aliens? Or he ate some bad chicken and shit his brains out? But where's his body? Like I said earlier, it could have been scavenged by all them fucking feral pigs. You know a pig will eat anything. See, there you go. I see the wheels turning. That's true. How the fucking pigs live in the I don't know. Heat, How do the fucking buffalo live out there? And donkeys. How the fuck? How the fuck are there feral donkeys? How the fuck did <laughs> buffalo get out there? I don't know that either. Fucking buffalo, man. That's American. We're Merc. 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 All right. Well, so clearly we have rambled too long. Yeah. We don't know what Again. the fuck. We don't know what the fuck's going on. With this, this is shit. a doozy, though. I, if we ever go. We're, we're going we're to Laramie. I don't give a fuck if we're on the tippy top of the north end of Australia. We're going to Laramie. We're going to Laramie. We're going to go down there. And we're going to have a pint in his honor. <sighs> yep. A proper pint. A proper pint. A tin of beer is what they call it. A tin? That's what they said. A tin. Fucking tin. Tin. Fucking tin. Yeah, because it's... Uh, fuck, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's Quad X Gold. That sounds good. It does sound good. Sounds like a mild, anybody sounds like a mid-strength lager to me. <laughs> anybody in Australia that still listens after we have butchered every name in this episode, please yeah. send us a pint. We're pretty stupid. Or ten. Yeah, we're pretty stupid. Yeah, we're dumb and bock the hammers. All right, well, I guess uh, we're out of uh, ideas, so. Deuces. <laughs>